Are you tired of all the rude people in the world? Well, I am too. Incivility. I've had enough of it. And it's taken a toll on our mental health. So what can we do about it? I'll give you a hint. It starts with us. And that's what we're going to talk about right here, right now on Polly Campbell Simply Said. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Polly and you're listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good and be happy. Only today I'm talking about something that makes me unhappy, that fires me up and it can become a problem because I become fixated on this. And we're talking rudeness. I read new research this week that talks about what a toll it's taking on our health to be exposed to the rudeness of others. But there are some surprising things about it too, and some things I hadn't thought about at all. A couple of weeks ago, I spoke with Catherine Cullen, who's going to be a guest on the podcast, when we talk about managing social media and how to deal with all that. And I asked her straight up, she's a therapist, and I asked her straight up, are we becoming more uncivilized? Are we becoming ruder? And we both feel like there is more of a prevalence toward this kind of rudeness. It definitely shows up online in different ways when people maybe don't have a filter in place or they have an easier time uh, lashing out online than they would in person. So some of those protective qualities, some of those uh, filters that we have with face-to-face communication are out the window. I think COVID and the stress we all experience And really, I've seen this with, for example, in my family, our table manners, right? We became sloppy in a few areas in COVID, the day in, day out of hanging out together and and the repetitive uh, schedule and food and all of that. Um, We became lazy over two years. And so now we're kind of becoming more civilized again. We're returning to our manners and our, our table manners in particular and reminding each other to be kind and more patient. That's my big thing, more patient, because I can be rude when I'm impatient. So all those things. Yes, I think there is an epidemic of rudeness. But what I also think is interesting is that sometimes what I perceive to be rude in others, because of how I was taught, because of how I was raised, is really just cluelessness on their part. It's just a a social unawareness, right? In psychology, they talk about social norms, and it's part of our evolution to want to belong to our tribe, this tribe of humanity, right, or our neighborhood, or our family, or our friend group, whatever it is. So there are certain social norms reflected by the group that we want to be a part of, or the group that we are a part of. You act a certain way when you're at work. That's office culture, right? You act a certain way within your family. Every family kind of has their own rules and their own dialogue. You act a certain way in school. And we dress certain ways too, right? Because that's reflected in the social norms. Well, everybody at work is wearing these nice suits. That's what's expected. I will wear a nice suit to belong to that social norm. If you're wearing cutoffs and a t-shirt to work, in an office where everybody's wearing suits, you're not going to fit the social norm and you're probably not going to bond very well or even last very long at the job. You will be kicked out of that tribe. So sometimes we are regulated based on these social norms. And I certainly had 
strong social norms growing up in my family and which I uh, I try to apply in my own household now. My parents were very focused on being polite and being kind, having good table manners, uh, how to relate to others, for instance, a party and that kind of thing. So I have these protocols I grew up with. Now, I'm not perfect at them, and I certainly have let some drop, and I've picked up others as I've aged myself and started my own family. But what I run into is I feel like people are often being rude, and I'm generally an optimistic person. I generally like people. I'm I'm curious about people, right? Let's put it that way. (laughs) I don't always like them, but I'm curious about how we think and how we do things. And I've been exposed lately this week to a lot of these threads that I've perceived as being rude and I've taken things personally and been ticked off about it. And yeah, I read research that some of the things we perceive as being rude or inconsiderate might be just an overall cluelessness. They don't mean anything by it. They're not intentionally being rude to me, but it's based on how I was raised, my social norms, coming up against their social norms, right? So their intention is not to be rude. But dang it, when they are rude or they act in a way that is re- that I perceive as rude, it puts a whole damper on the day, doesn't it? Psychologists call it incivility. And I think that's a good word for it. Rudeness is incivility. And it can send us down the rabbit hole of negative feelings. It can get in the way of our productivity. It jeopardizes our health, raises our stress, our mental well-being, the way we make decisions, the way we concentrate, and creates this whole cycle of negative behavior for the individual who felt like they were on the receiving end of this rudeness. Do you know what I'm talking about? Think about the last time somebody cut you off on the freeway or cut in front of you at the grocery store The when the checker said something off the cuff rude to you and how you felt about it. And that's the problem right there, according to researcher and psychologist Michael Leiter from Deakin University in Australia, is when somebody behaves in a way that doesn't align with our world values or what we think is appropriate, then we take that in and it ticks us off. When they didn't intend to be mean at all, in most cases, in many cases, sometimes people are just rude because they're jerky people, but often we're just going along, doing our thing, and it happens to be different than the people we encounter. The people we encounter may have a different way of being in the world or a different set of core values. I'll tell you what happens in my life, particularly when my daughter was young. I grew up in a fairly strict household with regards to how you treat people who come into the house. So you greet people at the door, you walk them to the door to say goodbye, you welcome them in, you clear your plate when you get up from a table, uh, you don't talk back to adults, and if adults walk into the room and there's no place for them to sit, then you get up if you're the child and you give them your chair right? That's just how I was raised, for good or for bad. The reality is then, the reality is then that I'm raising our daughter in similar ways. My husband has his own manners and social norms that he was raised with. They're very similar in in many respects. So we're teaching her those things because that's what we know, right? 
So my definition of polite behavior is somewhat rigid because of how I was raised. But when her friends, particularly when they were younger, they would walk in, they would leave their dishes on the table, or they wouldn't speak to me when they walked in, or they wouldn't say please or thank you, or they were just different ways, because families act in different ways. These are all great kids and great people. But we just had a different set of rules. And the more comfortable they became in my house, the less polite they were about it, it seemed like, which which is a great compliment that they felt like they belonged here and they always have. But it was interesting to me. I really had to think about that. Is this rude behavior or is this just a different language that we're speaking? According to the research, it doesn't matter because when somebody acts toward us in a way that isn't in alignment with our core values or our thoughts about appropriate manners and protocol, it ticks us off. And even if they didn't harm us in the process, we carry that incivility with us. And that creates a self-perpetuating cycle of negative behavior, which gets in the way of everything else we're trying to do in the day, right? This kind of incivility, this kind of rudeness is a virus. And on this podcast, we've talked about emotional contagion before. You walk in with a strong mood, happy, or negative and upset, and the way you act and behave, you transmit that mood to others. It's the same with rude behavior. When somebody treats you rudely, you are more likely than not to respond in a way that is rude to others, somebody even unrelated. Research by Christine Porath shows that when people experience more rudeness in their life, they are less motivated. They actually do less. They give less effort on whatever task they're working on when they've experienced rudeness. And here's the thing that's important to know from a business perspective as well. Other research shows that this kind of incivility that exists between workers and customers, sales performance drops when that is experienced and employee absenteeism increases. So it's not just the workers being rude to the customers, but when customers are rude to your workers, then sales drops and you're gonna lose your employees. In fact, many of them will leave the organization altogether. So this has far reaching effects. It becomes an expensive problem from business to cycle through and not have that kind of uh, good employee retention. But it also hurts us individually and personally when it comes to concentration, when it comes to our stress levels, when it comes to how happy we are and how we feel about our day, whether we want to get up and get going or we're motivated to do things or whether we're stuck and cranky and stressed out. Rudeness also limits how creative we are. We have a harder time finding solutions to problems at work and at home. We have a harder time coordinating and collaborating with other people in our families, in our friendships, in our workplaces. Rudeness begets rudeness and creates this whole cycle of negativity. Makes it hard for us to not only feel good about our life, but get anything done. As Porath indicates in her research, this doesn't necessarily show up with people sniping at each other or arguing or beating on each other or those. It's, it's more subtle than that. But often if somebody feels like they've been at the brunt of a rude behavior, 
they're going to be more passive aggressive. And what's that look like? It means they're not going to be helping out. They're not going to be filling in for a shift. They're not going to be collaborative working with other people as well. They might insult each other or try to undermine each other in other ways. We've all seen this happen at work, right? We've seen this happen between the kids who are raising too, the siblings, and it, it shows up in all of life. But when there's a rude behavior at home, I know the intention of my husband and my daughter. I know they're good people. I know that families have issues sometimes where they pick at each other. And so I don't worry that he's out to get me or that he's an angry, mean kind of guy. I don't take it as personally. I might snipe back and tell you, hey, don't talk to me like that, or that wasn't very nice. But it, I don't carry it with me in the same way as I do in public or if somebody's rude about something I've written. Now, there's a difference between constructive criticism and rude behavior, right? Rude behavior is is more abrupt, sarcastic, contemptuous. If somebody says, hey, I, I appreciate the work you did, but this book didn't make sense to me, or I didn't like the way you wrote this, and here's why, that's useful. But simply saying, yeah, she's a dumb woman who just wrote some book, that's rude behavior. And it doesn't fit with my social norms. And that's the kind of thing that I'm going to carry. Here's the other thing. Somebody cuts us off on the freeway. Or maybe they don't take the time to pick their garbage up off the table. Litter sometimes is personally offensive to me and, and feels like rude. Because that makes my world less of an attractive place, right? Um, it can be people not saying please or thank you, letting the door slam in your face. Now, again, it might just be because they're clueless, but still it feels rude to us. You know what I'm talking about. What are some of the behaviors that get under your skin? What is rude behavior to you? I certainly think we need to take greater care in how we talk to each other, me included, right? Slow down and understand that just because somebody has a certain tone or a certain gesture or they say something very abruptly, it's not necessarily that they're intentionally being rude. It might just be the way you're receiving the behavior. But yeah, if somebody insults you or isn't helpful or shows up late when you're on a very tight schedule, I could see how those would be perceived as rude behaviors. Let me tell you this before we go to the break, and I'm going to tell you what we can do about all this. Uh, let me tell you this. If I cut you off on the freeway, please give me a pass because sometimes I'm just spacey and I don't I don't mean it. It's nothing personal. I don't mean to be rude. I, I always try to give a wave, but even that, right? If somebody cuts me off on the freeway or in a parking lot or something and they don't look up and even acknowledge me, that is rude behavior and that gets under my skin. I'm getting myself all worked about it. And this is why it's such a problem, right? Because our brains keep rolling around to think of the times we were insulted or disrespected by another. And that means we carry it with us that negative emotion and that weighty experience and we don't move beyond it. So our attention keeps rolling back to what happened to us and that eats away at our concentration and our productivity and our mood and everything else. So I'm going to tell you what we can do about it when we come back right after this break on Polly Campbell Simply Said on the best business network of Electric House. And we are back on Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy on the best business network of Electricast. And today we're talking about what to do with rude behavior or rude people. Now, we have to take some responsibility. There's probably been a shot in there when I've acted rudely too. 
probably unintentional, although we're all human. We sometimes display some bad behavior when we're frustrated or bummed out about something else. Now, we know that rudeness, as the psychologists call it, incivility, which I like that term a lot more because that's what it is. It's incivility. It's doing something that makes it hard to collaborate and uh, be civil to each other, to get along together, which we need to do on this planet, just like we did in the tribal days, to get by. When we can help each other out and be in partnership with each other and connect in, in deeper ways, we are all going to be better for it. And rudeness chips away at that because not only does it cause major stress and and ruin our concentration and feel upsetting and unhappy for the day when we are this recipient of uncivil behavior, it also is catchy because think about it. When somebody is rude to you, you're more likely to be on the trigger and be rude to somebody else. It's contagious. So it starts with us. And what can we do about this? So we don't have the stress, the mental health issues that that research shows comes when we feel like we've been disrespected. How can we manage this stuff? Well, first of all, be nicer. Be polite. Lift your head up when you're walking down the street. Smile at the grocery store checker or the bank person or when you go through the drive through Put an emoji or a kind word of appreciation in your next text to a friend or somebody that's helping you out. Listen, when you act kindly, it is also contagious and people are less likely to do things that you would perceive as rude. Also, if they are the beneficiary of a kind act, a certain patience, a certain courtesy, they are more likely to act that way toward you. So it starts with us. When we slow our roll, I say this for me, when I'm more patient, when I make eye contact, when I treat the people I deal with, with respect, when I see them, then it's less likely to result in rude behavior by them, by me, by anyone else, right? And it feels better. It feels like a better way to live in the world. I think some of the cluelessness that comes from uh, people who are acting rudely is because we're all overcommitted. We're overworked. We're stressed out. We're navigating all these really hard things in life and these stresses and money and family and COVID and all these things that we are just going from one thing to the other without noticing each other. When we slow down, when we smile at one another or make eye contact or let somebody cut in front of the line without talking behind their back, then those kindnesses will also spread. And I think that makes a huge difference. Also think compassionately. Think about the last time you made a mistake that left somebody else out in the cold. Like I said before, I mean, just this week, I cut somebody off on the freeway unintentionally. I honestly was not putting it together. I was unfocused. I wasn't uh, paying attention. And they were trying to uh, cut in at the merge. And I just kept going right ahead. And I felt bad about that because I don't mind helping people out that way. People let me in all the time. And I felt bad about that. And I have to remember that when somebody demonstrates rude behavior toward me, that, hey, I make mistakes too. And I didn't mean anything by it. And perhaps um, I just need to give them a do-over. In our family, when somebody has bad behavior or is having a hard time, we have this thing that's called a do-over. And it actually came... And I, from an idea from my friend Kelly, just take a do-over. Most people are just trying to get along. Most people, I believe, 
the eternal optimist, but this has been my experience, are really good people. And sometimes we just make crappy mistakes. And sometimes people are hurt, hurt by our mistakes. If somebody cuts you on the freeway, don't be rude to the next guy you pass. And don't flip them off in the car. Just understand it's just one of those days for them. And give them a do-over, a psychological do-over in your mind right? And along those lines, don't let rude behavior fester. This is when it becomes a real problem for us because if somebody treats us rudely, we carry that with us. We roll around and remember it and think about it. We tell our friends about it. We say, I can't believe they did this. And it becomes a bigger thing than just the moment. And it makes us more stressed and that stress can contribute to more of our own rude behavior. So if somebody who is in our family or a friend or somebody we work with does something and it's a problem for you, it feels rude to you, and it might be important and powerful to talk to them about this, particularly if these are people you see all the time, like your family, right? I will tell you, we had a situation here. I'm I'm the chef in the house, so every night I make dinner and I would toil. (laughs) I toil like I, you know, I'm working so hard out there in the kitchen to make this dinner, but I would, I'd have everything arranged and ready to go and hot at the same time. And I would call my daughter and and sometimes my husband and the Tom dinner was ready and they'd come out five minutes later. And that just drives me crazy. That feels like rude behavior to me. It was happening so much and I was getting so upset by it that I realized complaining about it was not effective. I need to explain to them what was going on for me. And I sat with them and I said, this feels like rude behavior. I feel disrespected. I'm doing this because I care about you and I'm trying to get a nice dinner on the table for us. This allows us to all relax and enjoy our time together. And it feels rude when I'm working that hard and you guys don't make it out when you're called. And it really hasn't happened since then. Right? I couldn't let it fester because it was making me cranky and rude in other ways. I was becoming very passive aggressive about it. But when I explained to them, it was just a matter of different social norms. They didn't intend that. They were thinking about it differently. And I thought, okay, this is more useful. And when we had that conversation, it felt really good. It felt like a very nice way to connect and, and have some understanding. They could understand a little more where I was coming from. And I could see their view a different way, too. Bottom line is nobody intended to hurt anyone. It was just a weird circumstance of social norms. How we saw things was differently, right? Also, if there's somebody you know out there in the world that treats you rudely or that you feel like is rude to others routinely in a way that is stressing you out and making you feel bad, stay away from them. Some people just don't get it and some people just aren't going to get it the way you do. And if they're mistreating the service people, if they're rude to others on the freeway, if they're demeaning and insulting to you, stay away from them. Those aren't friendly people. Those aren't friends. And it's unlikely that behavior is going to stop for them because it sounds like your social norms and core values and the way you navigate the world are just not going to be in alignment with theirs. So don't expect to change them, but you can change 
how you spend your time with them. Now, granted, we all have to work with certain people, right? But we don't have to engage with those people in ways that are personal or otherwise give them opportunities to mistreat us. When they do, it's okay to say, hey, that was rude, but don't be rude when you're saying it back. You don't want to be that person because then that sits on you too. We have to deal with all that. So think about your behavior. Think about when you are the recipient of a rude act. Can you reach out with kindness to others? Can you end that cycle and pattern right there? And if we can, when we can, we're going to feel better and offset that negative sense of incivility with something much more powerful. To some degree, I think this comes down to our worldview also. I think most people are good. Do crappy things happen? For sure. Do they break my heart and hurt me? And yes, get my feelings hurt all the time. But I really think most people are good. And here's what I know for sure is I can be compassionate. I can choose to be kind. I can choose to be patient. And when I do, when I'm my best self in those moments, then when others are being rude, it can be more of a curiosity than an upsetting thing. I can look at that and say, wow, I can't believe she just did that. That's so interesting. I wonder what's going on in her life or I wonder how she was raised or what brings that behavior to the forefront. And I can brush that off, like water off a duck's back without holding on to it so heavily. When I act badly in return, when I lash out with my own rude behavior, that doesn't help me at all. I feel worse and I feel gross and I feel like I've worked in opposition of what I want to be in the world. And so I always feel better when I show up with decency. And what I've found, and I, I you know this too, is that when you do that, you can often offset a really rude interaction and watch that person Learn a different way, at least in that moment, right in front of your eyes. And finally, one of the best ways to deal with rudeness and research supports this is to smile. When we smile, when we look approachable, when we have humor, it counteracts some of the most negative behaviors we can experience from other people. And if it doesn't change how they feel, it will change how you feel and allow you to deal with kind of this impoliteness that feels like it's going on in society. I don't think it has to be this way. I think we can change it and simply start today by lifting your head up and lashing out with kindness. And when we do that, we can break that cycle of incivility, which is really bringing us all down but individually really holds us back from what we can create and accomplish and the happiness and joy we can feel during our day. So simply start today by smiling. Smile at somebody. When somebody lashes out or does something you might define as rude, give them the benefit of the doubt, smile at them, get curious, and move on. Because when we respond to rude incivility with kindness, we change the whole cycle. And that can change the world. When we do that, we will all live well, do good, and be happy. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast. Back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interview.
Electricast. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast.